Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, Father Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our program, Praying for America. And I am sure that many of you are following news that just came out just a little under an hour ago. Uh, about, it's outrageous, totally outrageous, and it's very appropriate that we're together here so that we can pray about this, and I'll give you some uh, some very initial thoughts of my own about this, that, that the FBI has raided Mar-a-Lago, President Trump's Florida home. Now, this, you know, you have to pause and say, on the one hand, how much more outrageous can this be? This is unprecedented, okay, that the home of a one of our former presidents is raided by the FBI. And on the other hand, you know, to say to, to think to ourselves, you know, is this surprising given what we have seen, not just over recent months, because we've seen pretty outrageous stuff over recent months, and years, over recent years, at the way President Trump has been treated. I was just with him the other day, as were hundreds and hundreds of others at the uh, uh, at the CPAC uh, conference. So, and of course, the night before, he spoke there on Saturday night in Dallas. And then, of course, the night before, uh, thousands upon thousands were with him uh, in uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin, as he gave a great uh, speech. And, um, you know, he, he says in these rally speeches constantly, and he's been repeating the story in these two recent uh, speeches the other night, uh, from the other night and the night before, that he, a friend of his told him, you are the most persecuted person in the history of our country. And he said, you know, at first I didn't, you know, I realized I hadn't really thought about that. I didn't have time to think about it because I was so busy fighting the persecution. He says, but the more I thought about it, and, and while I'm, we're going to pray, we're going to go into scripture, but I got to put this hat on in the meantime because he needs what the events we see unfolding over this recent hour show us why it's more necessary than ever to elect President Trump in 2024. Uh, it's time for us to just come right out and say it. Um, because that's what this nonsense is aimed at. But going back to what he said, uh, he said, you know, I got, you know, I thought about that and I, and I figured, you know, this may well be true. Certainly the most persecuted president that we have ever had. And if you were uncertain about that when he said it the day before yesterday, I think right now there's no more room for uncertainty. In fact, now it's verifiable beyond a doubt. This is the most persecuted president we have ever had. Now, banana republics and third world countries that are falling apart in every way are the ones that punish their former presidents or arrest them or do all kinds of things against them. We have a little bit more respect in America for the office of the presidency. But apparently the Democrats and their deep state agencies in Washington, D.C. 
have lost all respect. Friends, we're going to pray, and I want you to be encouraged tonight. Once again, it's hard to believe that this is happening right now in our country, right here and now, that the home in Florida, I've been there numerous times. I'm sure many of you who are watching have been at various events at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, it's, um, it's not a vast uh, space, really. Uh, but it's beautiful. It's historic. And there's a special character to it because it's the home of, of, of one of our four former presidents. And in fact, uh, in the opinion of so many of us, the greatest president that we have had. It's amazing that we're sitting here tonight and that the FBI is, has raided, gone into this house with crowbars and opened up his safe and taken papers and whatnot. In fact, I'm going to read for you here in a moment a statement that the president, uh, President Trump has made. Okay. And then we will uh, comment. I have a few more uh, thoughts about this that I want to comment on. And I welcome your own uh, questions and uh, comments. Uh, but listen, we need to be encouraged here. Because this, if nothing else has convinced us so far, this is a sign that the other side is absolutely desperate and terrified at the growing, continuous, unhalted strength, undeterred strength and influence of Donald J. Trump. As more and more of the midterm elections are being won, by the very people that he endorses, as more and more of the polling makes clear. I mean, we were just at CPAC and they did the straw poll uh, and, and you may have seen it on some news reports and the straw poll showed uh, it, among the members of the attendees there at CPAC, an unprecedented uh, job approval rating of President Trump, 99%, 99%. Nobody gets 99%. This was, uh, uh, these straw polls are overseen, by the way, by one of the best pollsters in America, uh, Jim McLaughlin. And uh, he was there. I chatted with him during the, uh, during the CPAC. Um, the other side is completely terrified. Radical left, the Democrats, who want to hold on to power literally at any cost. They're terrified because President Trump is unstoppable. So let's just put it out there very simply and very clearly. The FBI did not raid Mar-a-Lago because there is some reason to think that President Trump did anything wrong. He's been the most investigated person in our, in our country and has come out the cleanest and most honest of anybody. This has nothing to do with anything that he did wrong or that anyone really thinks he did wrong. And it has, to the FBI and to those who are perpetrating this latest version of hoaxes against President Trump, let's understand something. It doesn't matter to them whether they know or that he did or didn't do anything wrong. It doesn't matter to them. You know, likely we will hear nothing about anything as a result of this. 
The purpose is one and one only. They're trying to put up as many obstacles as possible to him running for president, running for the nomination, getting the nomination, running for president, and winning a second term in the White House. Just trying to put up every obstacle possible in the way and trying to turn away Republicans from backing him as the nominee because they see the growing and growing undeterred support for him. Again, in the straw poll that we just saw at CPAC, and that's just one among many, many, many polls, showing President Trump not just with a lead as to who, uh, who Republicans want to see as the nominee, not just with a lead, with a commanding, overwhelming lead. And they're terrified by this. Oh, if we, if we can go, uh, th- th- and, and, and if we could just get a story out, just get all that has to happen has already happened. As far as the other side, what they're trying to create, it's, it's, it's already done. It doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what they know. It doesn't matter what they think they know. It doesn't matter what they think they might find out. It doesn't matter what they're going to say later. It doesn't matter. Just get a headline out there. The FBI raided his house. That's all you need. People get spooked. They want to spook people. Oh, we can't get behind him. Oh, there must be something wrong. There must be something wrong. You know, when the institutions that we have in our country for law enforcement and the intelligence agencies conduct themselves in a way that deserves respect, then you can conclude that, yeah, maybe there's reason to be worried that they raided somebody's house. They've lost all respect. Certainly, if people haven't doubted up to this moment, about whether they should respect the FBI or the intelligence agencies. That's it. It's finished now. It's finished now. That's it. They have lost all basis for respect. And that's bad for the country. It's not something to rejoice in. It's bad for the country. But it's good that people now see things for what they are. It's being run by corrupt people with corrupt motives the motives are not hard to understand. Don't think that this is some kind of, 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 of uh, uh, astrophysics or, or brain surgery. This is not difficult to understand. You don't have to be a political expert. I don't consider myself a political expert. This is not difficult to understand. The Democrats want to stay in power perpetually. And the only, one, the only way that they see they can win power in these midterms and in the presidential race of 2024 is to get Donald Trump out of the way. And remember, he has stood before us time and time again and said, they're attacking me only for one reason, that I'm defending you, that I'm representing you. That's it. Now, they removed documents from Mar-a-Lago. They're not going to find anything, whether it's related to the Russia hoax or the, or the, 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 or the January 6th hoax, There's all this crap that's going on in regard to uh, what happened on January 6th. You know, it's a sign of desperation, is it not? Because the Russia hoax was proven to be a hoax. And the impeachment hoax number one and the impeachment hoax number two were proven to be hoaxes. And now the January 6th unselect committee, it's flopped miserably. It's flopped miserably. It hasn't shown anything. So these people are about as desperate as they can get. So what do they do? 
Let's raid his house. It doesn't matter if we think there's anything there. It doesn't matter if there's anything there. And again, it doesn't matter now if nothing else is ever said about it ever again. They've already accomplished an hour ago what they want to accomplish. Let's sow enough doubt in enough people that maybe the Republicans will get behind a push to, to, to primary President Trump in the, in, the, in the primaries and get enough support for somebody else. Not that any of those other candidates who would have a chance would be behind this. Not at all. They're being used. Rob Schmidt was just uh, having a great conversation with Dick Morris on Newsmax, and they were talking about this very thing. No. this. I'm going to comment. Let's just go to Scripture. We're going to pray. I want to read President Trump's statement, and then I want to comment just a little bit more about this. I want to go to Psalm 80. This, this whole thing is just so outrageous, you know. It's unbelievable. We'll go to Psalm 80. Okay. Let's pray. Hear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock. You who sit enthroned between the cherubim, shine forth upon Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Awaken your might, O come and save us. Restore us, O God. Make your face shine on us, and we shall be saved. O Lord God Almighty, how long will your anger smolder against the prayers of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears. You have made them drink tears by the bowlful. You have made us a source of contention to our neighbors, and our enemies mock us. Restore us, O God Almighty. Make your face shine upon us that we may be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it. And it took root and spread through the land. The mountains were covered with its shade, the mighty cedars with its branches. It sent out its boughs to the sea, it shoots as far as the river. Why then have you broken down its walls, so that all who pass by pick its grapes? Boars from the forest ravage it, and the creatures of the field feed on it. Return to us, O God Almighty, look down from heaven and see. Watch over this vine. The vine your right hand has planted, the sun you have raised up for yourself. Your vine is cut down, it is burned with fire. At your rebuke, your people perish. Let your hand rest on the man of your right hand, the son of man whom you have raised up for yourself. Then we will not turn away from you. Revive us, O God, and we will call upon your name. Restore us, O Lord God Almighty. Let your face shine upon us, that we may be saved. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this nation. We thank you, Lord God, for the founders of this nation who pointed to self-evident truths and who established a form of government that has stood the test of time and withstood the power of tyranny. We thank you, Lord God, for the leaders you have raised up for us, especially our President Donald J. Trump. We thank you, Lord God, for the good he continues to do for this nation, for the defense he continues to give to its values, its principles, for the inspiration he continues to instill in the people who understand what this nation is for. Lord God, we thank you for the historic accomplishments that this president has made 
and that he continues to point to and to defend. Unprecedented security in our nation at our southern border, an unprecedented revival and restoration of our military and care for our veterans, unprecedented tax and regulation cuts and economic growth, lowest historically low unemployment numbers among every demographic of the American public, peace in the Middle East, the Abraham Accords, the restoration of the embassy, the moving of the embassy of Israel to its capital, Jerusalem, something promised by previous presidents but never accomplished until President Trump, unprecedented defense of families, of religious freedom at home and abroad, of the right to life, of the unborn, the securing of three Supreme Court justices who have made history now in reversing Roe versus Wade and restoring religious liberty and protecting our Second Amendment and protecting school choice and all kinds of other historic good decisions that will bless America for generations to come. Lord God, on and on we can go with the historic accomplishments of President Donald J. Trump. Draining the swamp, oh God, above all, has been what he is being persecuted for. And we thank you, Lord God, that what he says is true, that he represents us, and that the other side in persecuting him and in trying to smear his reputation is simply, Lord God, an assault on us, on our own reputation, the deplorables, those who believe in you, those who believe in life, those who believe in freedom, those who believe in America. Oh, Lord God, we ask you to bless us. First and foremost, we pray that we may be faithful, that we may be clear of mind, secure of heart, knowing where we stand, knowing what we believe, proclaiming it boldly, and defending it courageously. We thank you, Lord God, that you have given this charge to us and that you've given us the ability to live out our faith in you and in this republic. And Lord God, we ask you to bless the leader of this America First movement, the leader of this MAGA movement, and let him continue to rise above the assaults of his enemies as he has done constantly ever since these attacks began in earnest when he first declared his intentions to run for president. Bless us, Lord, strengthen us, and give us the peace and joy that come only from you and that no one can take away from us. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, so if you're just joining us, I'm sure... Uh, you are uh, hearing uh, friends about this ridiculous, outrageous raid by the FBI, which has become so politicized, it's beyond belief, on the Mar-a-Lago home of President Trump. Listen, they can have all the documents they want. Their efforts, this is the deep state. This is, you know, 
every president, when he comes into office, he has a large number of political appointees because, you know, you, the, pre, the, the executive branch of government is headed by one person, the president, but thousands and thousands are, are in the employ of the various federal agencies in the executive branch alone that has to carry out, build and, and carry out and defend and implement the various policies of the president. Now, it makes sense when people elect a president that the they, they know that he doesn't do everything himself, right, whomever they elect. The understanding is if they elect the president because they believe in the policies he wants to implement, that all the thousands of people that are working under him in the executive branch are going to implement those policies. And yet what we've learned more than we've ever understood before is that you have many, many people working in the executive branch that have worked there for decades and that do not change when the president changes. Well, okay, so in and of itself, that's not necessarily a bad thing, as long as they have the right attitude that they need to do their job. And that if the president says, we're going this way, I need you to implement these policies, that they're not going to say, oh, I disagree with these policies. That's not my politics. So I'm going to go this other way. I'm not going to do what you asked me to do, or I'm going to do it slowly. I'm going to gum up the works. Friends, that's what many of these people are doing because they couldn't care less. And again, Dick Morris was just talking about this on Newsmax. They couldn't care less about what one or another president thinks because they said, oh, we've been here for 20, 30, 40 years. Oh, we don't care what this president will be gone in four or eight years. Those are the people that need to be gone. And actually, President Trump has a plan. And he started to implement this, but then, then of course, you know, he, he wasn't, he's not in the, he's not president right now. But when he becomes president again, He's going to implement a plan whereby these federal employees serve at the pleasure of the president. So if they're not implementing the plans and the policies that the people want enacted, and that's the reason they elected that particular administration, those people can be let go. Isn't that, I mean, isn't it common sense? Why would you be working, why should you be allowed to work in a presidential administration and oppose the policies of that administration and not carry out the work entrusted to you to implement those policies. Deep state. Well, when these enemies of the president control the intelligence agencies, then you see the kind of crap that's happening here tonight. That's when you see this kind of garbage. And again, friends, it's because they're desperate. Now, where was the FBI when Supreme Court justices over recent months were threatened and people were caught attempting to assassinate them? Or, or, or pregnancy centers. I remember... In the past, in the, under the Democrats, they sent out federal marshals, federal agents to protect the abortion clinics when one or another of them were attacked. But they're not doing that to protect 
the pregnancy centers, the pro-life centers, when they have been attacked. Double standard. But what we're seeing now is a, a deeper manifestation of this very same problem. That our particular values are not being defended. In fact, we see the opposite. We see the powers of a corrupt government being used now for political purposes. Let me read the statement that President Trump put out just a little while ago. Let me just get it here. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States of America. These are dark times for our nation. As my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. It is prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, and who will likewise do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries, corrupt at a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate, where operatives broke into the Democrat National Committee? Here, in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th president of the United States. The statement goes on. The political persecution of President Donald J. Trump has been going on for years. With the now fully debunked Russia, Russia, Russia scam, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, and so much more. It just never ends. It is a political targeting at the highest level. Hillary Clinton was allowed to delete and acid wash 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. Absolutely nothing has happened to hold her accountable. She even took antique furniture and other items from the White House. I stood up to America's bureaucratic corruption. I restored power to the people and truly delivered for our country like we have never seen before. And the establishment hated it. Now, as they watch my endorsed candidates win big victories and see my dominance in the polls, they are trying to stop me and the Republican Party once more. The lawlessness, political persecution, and witch hunt must be exposed and stopped. I will continue to fight for the great American people. So that's tonight's statement from President Donald Trump, and I hope he uh, addresses the media personally and directly as this situation continues to unfold. I understand he's in New York uh, tonight. We share, I'm sure he's uh, quite 
angry and we share uh, that anger, we should be righteously angry. We're not hateful. It's the other side that hates. We don't hate. But brothers and sisters, we're righteously angry and upset by, by things like this because we love this country. And, 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 and this, is, this, is, this, is, this is a hijacking of the tools of government that are supposed to be defending people, supposed to be helping people, um, and supposed to be investigating injustice instead of committing it. And the FBI raids the home of a former president. A president who has done more for the good of this country than anybody else. Was it perhaps because of how vibrant the economy was? Was it because of the action he took to eradicate the China virus from the face of the earth? Was it perhaps of the unprecedented increase in family wages? Is that why the other side is so mad? Maybe it's because of what he did for the veterans, and maybe it's because of the violent gangs gang members by the thousands that he got out of our country once and for all so that they wouldn't menace our families and, and do violence in our communities. Maybe it was because of the help he gave to the black community and the, the small businesses that he enabled to flourish and the lower 25% of wage earners that his policies boosted up or the millions of people that he lifted up out of poverty and got off of food stamps at an unprecedented level. Maybe it was the lowest unemployment levels ever that our country has seen or the most workers that our country has ever employed. Maybe that is getting the other side angry. Maybe it's getting America out of unfair trade deals. Just maybe. It's protecting the fairness with which we ought to be treated and not be the only ones paying in NATO for the defense of our European friends. Maybe standing up against China, from whom previous presidents didn't get a dime, but he got billions and hundreds of billions of dollars because he was tough with them in an appropriate way. Maybe it was, despite having been told by his predecessor what a threat North Korea would be, that he neutralized that whole threat. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It was the hundreds of judges that he put in place who respect and honor the Constitution. Maybe it was the abolishing of critical race theory, the first president ever to put a ban on CRT, which is indoctrinating our children and teaching them to hate America and to be ashamed of our history. Maybe it was the action he took to stop the destruction of statues of our revered people in history of America, our founders. Maybe it was all of this. Restore, restoring patriotic education in America. Were these perhaps the reasons that now the institutions of our government that are supposed to be helping the people are being used in a political vendetta. Let me tell you what all this does to me here tonight, brothers and sisters, besides getting me angry, as I'm sure President Trump is, and not again, not hateful, angry, righteously angry. Let me tell you what this does besides that. 
See this hat that I'm wearing? Trump 2024. He has a plan to drain the swamp, to get out of these federal positions, the people who actually hate America, the people who will actually work against whoever the president is, if they disagree with that president. Out. They should be out. Washed clean. The federal agencies are supposed to work in a way that implements the policies of the president based on what the people have decided. It's not the bureaucrat. We didn't elect the bureaucrats. And we certainly didn't authorize anybody to weaponize the FBI or any of these other agencies. There's nothing behind this. But all they want to do, again, like I said before, is to create a headline to harm a person's reputation. That's it. You're not falling for it. In fact, just the opposite is happening, is it not? This shows us all the more how urgent it is that we nominate and reelect Donald J. Trump to the presidency of the United States, if anything, is an encouragement to us to stand firmly and proudly behind this man. If anything, is an encouragement to us to work harder than ever to say, yeah, there's a civil war here. There's a political, moral, civil war going on here. And there are people who hate this nation who are in powers, uh, positions, unfortunately, of power and influence, are misusing them as we sit here tonight, as we speak right now. Brothers and sisters, we're not going to stand for this, and we're not going to stand for it, because we are going to, uh, and I'm going to show you a video, by the way, it's that the one that's selected there, Donald J. Trump. We're gonna sh- that's the one I want to show. I have my uh, associate here at the controls. I want to end this, uh, this program by showing you a video that uh, you're going to love. Uh, I love watching it, and uh, uh, you're going to love it, too. It, it's, it's, really, really, um, it's really, really great, and I think it's very appropriate for uh, tonight as we hear this absolutely offensive and uh, ridiculous news. Um, uh, and remember, just keep in mind the purpose of it. We know exactly what's happening. We don't have to lose our peace of mind or or, or confidence. Uh, if anything, what this shows, again, is the other side is desperate. What it shows is President Trump is unstoppable. What it shows more than ever is that he was right. This, again, proves him right. That the, the corruption of the deep state is totally out of control, and that, brothers and sisters, uh, (laughs) we need him back. So speak up in defense of him, and watch this video with me now, then I'll come back and give you a blessing. Uh, Let's just enjoy and and, and take in every word uh, of this. Do we have it? Is it ready for, for, for playing, or do you need to set it up? A couple of minutes? 
uh, okay, we're, get, we're getting it, loading it into the system here. Uh, but my goodness, friends, I mean, this is so, it's so blatant, isn't it? It's just so blatant. Uh, and let me see if we have, um, I'm going to show you this video of him, but if we have some comments that we can uh, uh, can look at, I'll, uh, uh, yes, uh, what is, uh, I am so angry, Father, I, I really am, it seems like nothing. Uh, nothing we do will matter. Uh, I'm just hurting that. Listen, no, what we do does matter. I want to encourage you. What you, The sentiment that you express is very, very, uh, uh, very, very commonly shared, obviously. But take it this way, that what's happening here shows that what we are doing does matter. Because remember, if what we're doing in building this great political movement, and President Trump said it again the other night, I was with him there in Dallas, uh, he, that this is the greatest, the greatest political movement in American history. Listen, if what we were doing was not making a difference, the other side would leave us alone. They'd leave us alone. Because the other side is fighting so hard, even to the point, they don't care. You see, they don't care. Here's the other, here, the Democrats do things that the Republicans would never do. And Dick Morris was saying this again a little while ago. It's the Democrats that do these, these outrageous things. The Republicans don't play, the, Donald Trump doesn't, doesn't play this way. He's aggressive. He's tough. But, but you know what? He, he plays within the boundary lines of what is right and of what is just and of what is legal. The other side, they don't care if they destroy the very institutions that they hijack in order to gain their political power and, 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 and go against their political enemies. They don't care if they destroy the country in the process. They don't care. All that matters to them is power. But they wouldn't be doing this if what we have been doing and saying uh, weren't in fact having its effect. And this has been the story of President Trump from the very beginning. The other side does not know what to do. And meanwhile, the people who believe in our values are re rejoice and they see unprecedented accomplishments. Let's watch this video about President Trump. Establishment fought back. Democrat obstruction, phony investigations, the dishonest media, an incredible 92% of stories are negative. No president has seen anything like it. Despite everything they threw at him, President Trump delivered for the American people, and he delivered like never before. Building the strongest economy in American history, 
Yes, we will. And we will do it by our faith in God, by our prayerfulness, by our patriotism, and by our support of the leader of this Make America Great Again movement, President Donald Trump. As that video said, as he said just the other night, he said, when will this persecution end? How will it end? He said, well, he says it probably won't end. It will not end because the other side doesn't change. They just have to be driven from power. Brothers and sisters, we have the power to stop this. We have the power to save this nation. And that power comes above all in the vote that we will cast in the primary elections that remain in this, this summer and into the fall and into the November 8th midterm elections. We have to put a block, as strong a firewall as we can, as massive a victory as we can, in the way of the Democrats, and then in 2024, take back the White House and put this man back into it. This is how we win at this point in time. 
No one person is a political savior. We have one savior, and Donald J. Trump has said this. We have one savior, Jesus Christ. But brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ asks us to get involved, and I know that you're already involved, and that's why I'm so happy to be able to encourage you here tonight uh, as we move forward in this. Who knows what else we will see? Listen, don't let anything surprise you, and don't let anything disturb you either. Only let it reinforce your determination to save this nation, to defend this, this, this 45th president, and to make America great again. Don't let anything surprise you. Don't let anything disturb you. We know what this is all about, and we will continue in unity together. So together, let's bring all our prayers and praises into one, and let's offer the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. God bless you, friends. Very, very eventful evening. God bless our President Donald Trump, and we will talk to you again soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.